What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Backup Fantasy Sports. It is Friday, October 20th. My name is Ewan, and on today's episode, we are going to get into some Fantasy Premier League with a Game Week 9 preview. We are already one-fifth of the way through the Fantasy Premier League season. Things are flying thick and fast. Wild cards are being activated left and right. Lots of movement in the game right now. But off the top, just want to ask you a favor. If you could like and subscribe to the channel, it would be greatly appreciated. Just past 100 subscribers, so that was a pretty nice little milestone for the channel there. So next stop is four digits, I guess. So if you are liking the content with the F1 Fantasy or the Fantasy Premier League content that I put out each week, we'd love a subscription and just a like would be really helpful. And you can follow me on X at you in or you out. But let's just get right into it here with a game week eight review. Does seem quite a while ago. We just had the international break. So there was a lot going on. I activated my wild card in game week eight and it went okay. 68 points, brought in Mo Salah, got returns from five of my 11 guys, activated the wild card, still got 0.5 in the bank, and I had a healthy 1.4 million green arrow. So just outside the top million right now, feeling pretty good. The squad I ended up with on my game week eight wild card was Ariola and Turner in goal, Matty Cash, Pedro Paro, Pau Torres, Dan Byrne, and Taylor. Uh, Chris Taylor in uh, at the back line. In midfield, I had James Madison, Sung Hyung Min, James Ward-Prowse, Mohamed Salah, and Chuka Wenkwa from Chelsea. 4.3 budget enabler, but he will be gone in the coming weeks. And then up front, I went big up front with Ollie Watkins, Dominic Solanke, and Erling Holland. So... Went a little bit different than the template wildcard, but I do feel good. I think my my two big strays from the template wildcard were James Ward-Prowse and Dominic Solanke. I couldn't afford Jared Bowen, at least not yet, and Solanke had really good fixtures, and I believe in him. He has Everton, uh, and then he has uh, Burnley next week. So lots to kind of just a three week punt kind of want to be a little bit different than the rest of the FPL community, but overall pretty happy with it. Sala captaincy was massive 15 points from him doubles up to 30. So pretty good, but lots of decisions to get into with captaincy this week. And we're going to discuss premium size problems because there's still a lot of people playing their wild cards in game week nine and game week 10 is going to be a big wild card week as well. And also just captaincy, because it is a three-headed monster this week, but it may not be as close as we think in our heads. Looking at the fixtures for game week nine, Merseyside Derby kicks us off. Liverpool with another early kickoff, so that's interesting. They also have the early kickoff after the next international break against Man City, so Jurgen Klopp will not be happy about that. Then we've got Bournemouth Wolves, Brentford Burnley, Man City Brighton, Newcastle Crystal Palace, and Nottingham Forest Luton Town in the classic 3 p.m. Saturday games. Then we've got a double header on Saturday night with Chelsea Arsenal at 5.30 UK time and Sheffield United welcoming Manchester United on Saturday at 8 p.m. Sunday has one game with Aston Villa versus West Ham. And then we've got some Monday night football with Spurs and Fulham and another London derby. 
not even sure how many London derbies there are in a year now. It just seems uh, can't keep count. But yes, lots of football across three days. There's Cricket World Cup, Rugby World Cup, F1s in Austin this weekend. So tons of sports if you're just a sports fan in general. Looking at the fixture ticker here for game week nine, Tottenham, Aston Villa, West Ham, Crystal Palace, and Wolves occupy the top five spots. And in the bottom five, it is Chelsea with the toughest schedule, Man City, Luton, Everton, and Brentford. And this is for game weeks nine through 13. So make sure to go on to the Fantasy Football Scout and check out their season ticker. Just looking a little bit more in depth here at the top five best scheduled teams and worst scheduled teams spurs on top here they've got fulham this week then crystal palace on the road chelsea at home wolves on the road and then aston villa at home villa with the pictured man here ollie watkins has west ham and luton at home forest on the road fulham at home and then tottenham on the road west ham come in third here with villa everton brentford Nottingham forest burnley Crystal Palace still without Eze, but they do have the fourth best schedule here. Newcastle, Tottenham, Burnley, Everton, Luton. So two promoted sides there. It's pretty nice for the Eagles. And then Wolves, Pedro Neto, the man who has shot to FPL stardom one year too late after we all started with him in our teams last season. Bournemouth, Newcastle, Sheffield United, Tottenham, and Fulham. Uh, shout out to the feedback that I got on the last video about how I uh, scheduled these. So hopefully these are easier to read. Capitals, uh, all caps mean the home team and or they're playing at home. And if it's uh, lowercase, it means it is um, on the road, an away game. Worst teams here. Chelsea have Arsenal, Brentford, Tottenham, Man City, and Newcastle. That is quite a gauntlet for the Stamford Bridge side. Man City have Brighton, Man United, Bournemouth, Chelsea, Liverpool in the next five. Luton, things are going to get even tougher for the newly promoted side. Forest, Villa, Liverpool, Man United, Crystal Palace. Forest, Villa, and Man United are on the road there for Luton Town. And then Everton here with Liverpool, West Ham, Brighton, Crystal Palace, Man United, and Brentford suddenly struggling here. They've got Burnley, Chelsea, West Ham, Liverpool, and Arsenal. So kind of the teams you want to go after, the teams you want to avoid, that kind of thing. Game week 10 is lining up to be a bigger wildcard week, so I'll probably have a at least a whole segment on a game week 10 wildcard in next week's episode. But this is just, if you're playing game week 9, maybe kind of look at this. That way you can set yourself up successfully for the next few weeks. Premium size problems, it's the name of the episode. So with all these wild cards going around, there is going to have to be some guys left out, or so we think. So I've highlighted six premium players here. Erling Holland, Mo Salah, Sung Hyung Min, Bukayo Saka, Trent Alexander-Arnold, and Kieran Trippier. Some are premium because of the points they're scoring. Some are premium because of the price that they've been uh, set at for this season. So Holland is currently 14 million. He's actually fallen in price. Mosala went up again overnight. I saw on the excellent FPL status Twitter. Uh, so he's at 12.7 now. Sung Hyung Min is at 9.5. Bukayo Saka has fallen to 8.5 where he started this season. Trent's fallen 0.1 on the year. He's 7.9 now. And Kieran Trippier has shot up 0.4 over the course of the season and pretty much over the course of the last few weeks. He's at 6.9. So he's only... 1 million less than Kieran Tripper. But on this table here, I've got the player, the price, FPL points, the expected points, courtesy of Fantasy Football Hub. 
their goal involvements and their expected goal involvements. The XGI comes from the official FPL website. So I kind of just wanted to show that it's these guys are all doing pretty well. So as far as FPL points, Holland, Salah are right there with their expected points. Sun and Saka and Kieran Trippier, or Trippier is outperforming his expected points by 60, and he has 49 FPL points on the season, and he is has a 33.84 expected points, uh, according to Fantasy Football Hub. Trent is not performing very well. He has been injured, but just not going to be in a lot of our sides right now, even with Liverpool's upcoming run. He's got 18 points on the season, 14.99 expected points, but Saka and Son... Saka's outperforming his expected points by seven. Sun's outperforming his expected points by 12. Salah and Holland are well worth the money. They're kind of re- matching their expected points very easily. But just with the wild cards being activated, I had to make this decision. I left Saka, Trent, and Trippier all off of my wild card. I went Holland, Salah, and Sun on my wild card. It was a tough to just decision. Sun may be leaving the team next week in game week 10 when Arsenal's fantastic run starts, especially against Sheffield United. But it is something to consider when you're making these wild cards that you can't fit these all in. Or can you? Um, You can, just not very well. So I went on FPL.team and made a wild card with all six of those guys in the team. Trippier, Alexander-Arnold, Sun. Saka, Sala, Holland. It uh, was not easy, but it got the job done. So we've got Areola in goal, Trippier, Alexander Arnold, and Simicas at the back. Then we've got Cole Palmer, the new Chelsea spot, uh, penalty spot taker, uh, Sung Hyung Min, Bakayo Saka, and Mohamed Sala. In the midfield, then Julian Alvarez, Archer, and Holland up front. On the bench, we've got Matt Turner, Lascelles, Taylor, and the 4.3 Chelsea guy that's also in my wild card right now. Um, so it's not pretty. You can get all those guys in. The easy makeshift, the easy weight to get rid of would be like Trent down to like a Matty Cash. You'd save 2.8 million. And you could spread that amongst the team and kind of improve where you want. But it is still pretty ugly to fit all five of those, even fitting five of those six guys in is pretty tough. So you do have to make some tough calls here. So kind of match up what I just showed in the previous slide with the fixture ticker, especially after game week 10 for the next five weeks. And you kind of just have to make your decision. I know some people are going without Holland. Wouldn't advise that after um, he, it would be tough to kind of watch uh, FPL without Holland in my side right now. Um, Mo Salah seems he's creating, he's getting bonus points. Liverpool are kind of, they're scoring a lot of goals at least uh, despite the loss and the draw in the last two games for them. But, yeah, Holland and Salah pretty non-negotiable for me if I was on wildcard this week or next week as of right now. Uh, and then kind of like right now I'd go with Sun for this Fulham game, then switch to Saka. But with wildcard, you kind of want long-term picks. So 
it's tough. There's lots of decisions to be made. And hopefully with game week nine and our rear view mirror, it's going to make those game week 10 wild cards a lot easier for the rest of y'all. Tap me if you can. So this week seems like a big decision. There's been big swings in captaincy the last couple of weeks. Game week eight, Sala and Son, or Holland and Son both blanked, and Sala came through with 15 points. So I kind of just wanted to look at some data, see what we're doing here. So in this table, I've split it up with Holland, Sala, and Son. I've got the expected minutes and the expected points, courtesy of FPL Review. I've uh, got the halls, which is more than 10 points in a game this season for each of the guys, their opponent, and then the the opponent's expected goals conceded rank from the away games they've played because all three of these guys are at home. So Holland is expected to play 89 minutes. He's expected to get 7.21 points. He's had two halls this season. He's playing Brighton. And they are six for expected goals conceded on the road. So a little bit tougher defense than I think people consider Brighton to have this season. But they haven't kept a clean sheet all year, I feel like, if I can remember back that far. So that is kind of tough. I would expect the Norwegian to get on the score sheet. Sala, 88 minutes is what FPL is FPL review is predicting for him, 7.05 points. So really like 0.16 points difference between these two he's had three halls this year he plays everton in the merseyside derby and the dreaded early kickoff so you got to think about that if you believe in curses and everton are seventh best for expected goals conceded on the road this season sung young min is where i have a little bit of a problem or a debate with fpl reviews projections here 85 minutes I don't think that is reasonable to expect for Sun. He picked up another knock in the international break. Uh, I think we'd be lucky to get 70 minutes. So I think that would kind of bring his expected points down around five, possibly even lower. He's had two hauls this season. He plays Fulham on Monday night, but they do have the worst of these three teams here with the 16th uh, or the fifth most expected goals conceded on the road so far this year so on the rotoballer.com game week nine preview that myself and jamie steed put out this week i did say that sung young min would get the armband but that was before he picked up that knock uh for south korea and i do expect the minutes to be limited so i will get closer to between Holland and Sala for me. I don't think I'm going to have the armband on Sung Hyung Min this weekend, despite him playing in the Monday night game, which is always kind of nice to have your last guy go in and your captain who could save your game week. But with Sun and James Madison, I do feel strongly enough that I'll be able to kind of get enough points there to save my game week if needed. Looking to hear um, at Fantasypedia on Twitter, Fantastic resource. They put out their most chances conceded kind of article or thread each week. And it's giving a lot of hope for all three captaincy options. So Liverpool here, Everton has conceded the most chances from their left flank. We all know who will play on the left flank. Mo Salah. Is he better than Holland for captaincy? Well, that's for you to decide. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, as you can see here, Everton give up 29 chances down their left flank. 15 through the middle and 20 on the right. So that is very nice for Salah's creating chances, 
bonus points potential, I would say as well. It may come down to if we get any team leaks. I think if Darwin Nunez starts for Liverpool, which he could do, he's on fire over the international break for his country. If Darwin gets the start, I do like that connection a little bit more than the Salah Jota, Salah Diaz, that kind of hookup. So if Darwin starts, I am tempted to go with Salah. Liverpool is my favorite team. They're playing Everton, Merseyside Derby. I'm the only human. I'm sorry. I uh, can't be super objective about that. So I will be cheering for the Reds there. But on the right hand here, you've got the Tottenham versus Fulham part of Fantasypedia's thread here. So Fulham have been quite vulnerable through the center and the left. Sun and Madison benefit the most from Fulham's positional weakness. Kulisevsky and Paro are interesting picks as well. Fulham's given up 24 chances down their left side, 24 chances down the middle. So definitely some interesting uh, potential there. I do have Paro as well. So I've got the triple up on Spurs for this game. So Sun, Maddo, Paro, just feel free to score goals left, right, and center. But I'm still leaning away from Sun. He does seem to be getting his minutes managed. And I don't think I'll be going with the South Korean with the armband this week. Madison could be quite the punt if you want to uh, just be totally different uh, on the game week nine captaincy. He didn't look fantastic in their last couple of games, um, but Fulham may try to play a little bit more attacking than Luton did. uh, And it could open things up for Madison to kind of distribute the passes to the Spurs attackers and wingbacks. So I would go Salah over Sun for sure, but it's also down to this guy here, the Norwegian Erling Holland. What are we going to do with him? So planning to go against Holland? Well, think again. Brighton have conceded the most chances through the center, 32. Holland might come away with a huge haul in this one. And that is quite scary uh, to go against Erling Holland. Having Mo Salah could just be enough of a differential. His uh, team selected by percentage is not incredibly high yet. There's still some teams that haven't played their wild card, so he's not on every single team yet. So I kind of have to think about this. Uh, Is having Salah enough for just getting the points that he scores in the Merseyside Derby and kind of Going with Holland, 32 chances conceded by Brighton. Holland has blanked for a couple of game weeks. Norway uh, officially were eliminated from automatically qualifying for Euro 2024 this week. So Scotland and Spain are going to go to the Euros from that group. So are we going to get an angry Viking? Man City have lost back-to-back games in the league. Brighton haven't kept a clean sheet all year. It does seem like it's potential, like, massive game for Holland. Uh, It will come down to team leaks and kind of how I'm feeling on Saturday morning, but I I am right now stuck between Holland and Salah. It won't be Sun, like I said, in the rotaballer.com article. So definitely... Skip that part, but go check it out on rotaballer.com. You can just type in FPL Game Week nine preview on google it'll pop up there and the game week nine rankings are coming out today at 9 a.m eastern as well so make sure you go over there to check it all out 
my game week nine squad as of right now. I am going to roll the transfer. I am planning to go with a 3-4-3 with Pau Torres on the bench. FPL Review actually has the optimized team for me as having Ward-Prowse on the bench, but I want as many attackers out there as possible, so I'm not going to go with a 4-3-3. Um, so I've got Turner and Nett against Luton. I've got Cash against West Ham, Paro against Fulham, Byrne against Crystal Palace. Madison and Son also against Fulham. Ward-Prowse against Villa. Sala against Everton, who I currently have the captain's armband on here. As you can see, Watkins, Solanke, and Holland up front. FPL Review has me at 62.8 points there. Fancy Football Scout has me at 62.5. And Fancy Football Hub has me at 68. But they're always quite optimistic compared to the other two websites. But... Definitely check those websites out and see where your team sits going into this. I'm going to roll my transfer. That way, I have two free transfers going into game week 10. Early thoughts on that are probably going from like a Pau Torres or a Dan Byrne down to a Simicast, then a Solanke to an Archer, possibly, or a Sun to a Saka, and just kind of re jiggling the team a little bit there and trying to... If I go Werner Torres to Simicast, Sun to Saka, then I have enough money to go from the 4.3 Chelsea guy, whose name I keep butchering, so sorry, up to Palmer, and then I'll have a, I have a whole playing squad again. So that'll be quite nice. Just looking at what FPL Review does want me to do this week, there are two options. They do not seem to like my Ward-Prowse selection. They are recommending that I go from him to Brian Mbwemo at Brentford or him to Morgan Gibbs-White at Nottingham Forest. Third option is to roll. So I'm going to do that, FPL Review. But thanks for the advice anyway. Fantasy Football Hub as well. Their recommended transfer. Roll the free transfer this week. But their other option was James Ward-Prowse to Anthony Gordon. He's back from suspension for game week nine uh if i have enough money to go instead of palmer to gordon that could be an option uh talismanic kind of or not talismanic but kind of nailed ish uh in newcastle starting lineup with harvey barnes eddie Howe likely to rotate but newcastle have a pretty strong start to the champions league they've got a double header against dortmund coming up so have to watch that rotation in the future but gordon is an option but chelsea no europe if i could see palmer get another start this week despite his dead leg that he picked up on international duty uh that would be an option as well but that is going to do it for this week's episode of backup fantasy sports covering fantasy premier league game week nine if i can ask you one more time to like and subscribe to the channel it'd be greatly appreciated and you can follow me on x at you in or you out but good luck in game week nine and once again thanks for listening and i will talk to you next time